Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Over and Out Show. What's happening, fella? You well? <laughs> I was about to say something else, doesn't matter. I have something that came in the post. Oh, yeah? What is it? Basically, it's a... <laughs> I don't... I'm not going to say not sponsored. I've just said it now. It's home, it's, it's home instead, right? This thing mm-hmm. was put through my letterbox mm-hmm. and it's for my local area. And I was like, it's an information activity book. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the hell is this? And as it turns out, it's quite a clever marketing thing. So you open it up and it's actually, it's quality care for old people in their home, right? <laughs> so I was like, Someone oh, okay, has seen this- you walking down the street and they're going, that yeah, old but, shit needs yeah. something. So interestingly, in the first two pages, mm-hmm. it's, it's all the information about, you know, care for dementia and all that bullshit and then it goes into like oh you've got all like sudoku and crosswords it's like pages and pages of it but then it got to the to the part where it had jokes mm-hmm. and i just wanted to i like i said i i told yasmin some of these and i thought they were quite funny go for it and i just wanted to run a couple past Throw a few jokes new feature of the podcast right. where ryan jokes were ryan yeah jokes no. that ryan says <laughs> <laughs> right okay go for it what do you call a canine magician don't know a labracadabrador jesus that's reaching that yeah. one's reaching okay. go for it okay a labracadabrador okay okay i got a rescue dog that used to belong to a blacksmith as soon as i got him home he made a bolt for the door I like that one. Yeah, that I thought that good. one was that pretty good. good. Simple oh, yeah. yet effective. And this is this is a current one, which uh-huh. I think is one of my favorites. Uh, being in lockdown, I ordered some food from Germany. Oh, hang on, sorry. Let me start that again. Oh, being in lockdown, <laughs> this is ruining it. Being in lockdown, I ordered some food from Germany over the internet. The sauerkraut, uh, sauerkraut has arrived, but the worst is still yet to come. <laughs> So that's good, right? I like that. Those I last like two are good. Yeah, the first one okay. grew on me a bit. It's, it's yeah. still growing okay. on me. And what's it? What's uh, was there another one here? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Here's a couple of questions. A couple of ones. Um, what do you call a bossy potato? <laughs> I don't know. A dictator. Dictator. I, mean, I get it. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, I didn't know. That's probably a good one in the States where they have the word tater, like tater top. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I just don't think I'd say tater. Okay. And and the last one. I'm going to hold it against you. Okay. There's there's two more that I kind of like. Okay. Uh, What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? Don't know. Aye, matey. (laughs) Took a second. It didn't take. Yasmin didn't get that. She didn't Took get that me a second. Took me a second. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm eighty, and I was thinking, like, what's wrong with his eye? But he's he's no. he's eighty years old. Yeah, I get it. That was good. Uh, and the last one, I think Yasmin quite likes this. Because, uh, what color do socks? Uh, what color socks do bears wear? Don't know. They don't wear socks because they have bare feet. Oh my god. 
That one upsets me because of the I'm use done. of... That one upsets me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode yeah. of Jokes with Ryan. Uh, I, that, I have one more that, that one I saw ups- on the internet. That one upset me just purely because the word bear is in it twice and I can't cope with that. Go for it's it. Spelled differently. Yeah. So there's one more, mm-hmm. I, which I saw on the internet, which everyone found hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to make sure I get this right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? don't know dubai doesn't like the flintstones but abby dabby do <laughs> oh my god this is a joke okay, so this right. is a joke book for people with alzheimer's and dementia is that what this is yeah, yeah yeah well no that was one i just saw on the internet which uh oh my god yeah i just i guess I the just, good thing yeah. about that is there's not a lot of them there but the alzheimer's people can keep telling each other the same jokes over and over again Ah, we probably will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you okay, go. Let's get on with the episode. New, like, that's yeah. it. Sorry. Jokes for Ryan. Ryan's going to bring us jokes every episode. That's what you should do. We're going to start the episodes out where Ryan's going to bring us jokes. Okay. They're not going to be good. They're going to be like yeah. that. Uh, we can share it if you want, but I'm also happy for yeah. you just to bring me jokes. I think it's a good way for you to start your miserable well, face. Well, after last week. Uh, last week. Last week. Last week. After the last week. You, uh, after the last week, you were saying how miserable I am. I thought, well... Oh. What does a miserable man do? Yeah. Brings bad yeah. jokes. That is exactly what a miserable man do. But what I want to know is what does Abu a spirited Dabby do? man do? <laughs> that right there is a segue. And that segues us into this week's episode where we're going to discuss Van... Neistat's. Neistat, yeah. So, yeah, look, if you're, if you're part of the internet world and you're in the vlogosphere of photography or photo or video or just vlogs mm. or you've been to the YouTube channel, right? TheYouTube.com. The YouTube. All right. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. Casey Neistat. Kind of an enigma. Kind of an amazing. Uh, how do you describe Casey? He changed uh, YouTube. He changed vlogging. He effectively he, yeah. made it okay to be on a skateboard and hold a camera. Yes. well in new york yeah i mean i mean he he changed a lot he changed a lot of stuff he brought filmmaking to the masses on youtube i guess i think so sorry when i say filmmaking i mean like as in making your own films yeah like uh oh guys you can see jaws on youtube now yeah yeah (laughs) he didn't steal something from michael bay and upload it but yeah he has brought a a style of cinematic storytelling and put it as a vlog and put it on the internet and now everyone we all effectively all of us steal a little bit of casey every single where we go every time we see it we're seeing little snippets of casey little vibes of his style if you haven't seen casey his style of vlogging is rough and ready and fast and impactful and loose around the edges and loose around the edges (laughs) rough around the edges rough around the edges Uh, but also maintains maintains like I don't want to use the word cinematic. Film-like storytelling. Yeah, film-like storytelling. And he's like, yeah. I mean, okay, this is all makes sense eventually, but where did you see Casey Neistat? For, where was your first, uh, I don't well, know, interaction with my, the said my legend? First, well, my first interaction was before I actually knew who he was. Mm-hmm. So I, he made two videos with his brother, who, who who's coming up. Um, one about the iPod. Like mm-hmm. when the iPod first came out, that's right. It it ran out of battery, and Casey phoned up Apple and said, "How do I change the battery?" And they said, "You don't. You buy a new one." Then he did this video about how crap that was. Yeah. I saw that, didn't know who he was. 
Yeah. He also did another video with his brother where they went around stealing their own bikes. Yeah. Again, this was like, what, 2012, 2010, something like that. It was years ago. Earlier? And these, yeah, it might even be earlier. But these are two videos I saw on the internet. I had no idea who they were. Who they were. Then the first video knowing Casey Neistat, I think, was when he snowboarded through New York. I yeah. think that's the first time he cropped up on my sort of... Uh, sphere and that must have been what 2016 17 maybe ish yeah know. well bike bike lanes maybe. bike lanes was nine years ago stolen bike was seven years ago mm. so there you go i thought it was mm. longer than that i thought it was longer than that yeah um but it might have been on the internet before it was on youtube true True, because I seem to remember the iPod thing. But you see, I don't remember watching. Well, YouTube yeah, because you're right. Look, as iPod's dirty secret was from mm. 2003. Yeah. Even though it was only uploaded to YouTube six years ago. See, that predates YouTube because what YouTube's what 2009, 2010. Yeah, and that was the th that it? was yeah, and that's the thing with the iPod. Wasn't that the whole thing with it? Was it was online? Like Casey Neistat's videos went viral before YouTube was a thing. Well, before viral was a, a thing. Yeah, I think really. So. Some may say he, he created virality. Well, then, but that you can also look at, was it South Park? That started True. off as a royal video. You know, the first one oh, where yeah. they did with Jesus. Because I was watching that when I was still, that was like 99, maybe 2000. Yeah, that's right, so yeah. Possibly, like literally as the internet came out. And that went round as, they did that as a joke for a yeah. Christmas card video. And yeah. then it just, well, and then the rest is history. Yeah. But the, um, yeah, that was a joke. And that was well before YouTube. And you had to watch that as practically as a GIF. You know, as, it was That's about right. this big on the screen. Yeah. How big? Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, this big. See this big? Oh, right. You see that? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. You're not looking properly. I don't like you anymore. But you're right. Anyway, so the first time I saw Casey would probably have been something like that. 2009, mm -hmm. maybe. Was when I maybe mm -hmm. you know, something like that. I, I, yeah. I don't. Whenever, whenever he started, and I was the same. I'd seen the bike lanes video, and then someone was like, "Oh, he made this iPod video." And then I watched the iPod video, and then someone was like, "Bike lane, or the other one, stealing mm -hmm. your bikes." And then it was, um, he had a show on HBO. Then he made mm -hmm. with his brother Van called the night. It was the nice deaths, and which was basically vlogging. Yeah. But HBO picked it up, yeah. but no one liked it, which was no. really weird because vlogging before vlogging on the wrong platform. Yeah, it was a YouTube vlog on, on TV and no one understood what the hell they were watching. So he was really ahead of the trend and I'd say he sort of set the bar. He changed a lot, but he set the bar for what we've all discovered and what we all do now. And everything, we, every in my mind, every single one of us who makes videos on the internet, who sets up a camera and walks into shot like we didn't know the camera was there and kneels down or addresses the camera that's all come from Casey. I'm not saying you he invented that. You know who that. you are, all of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know who you are. All of them. Yeah, if you're listening. You we know. know who we are. Yeah. We've, we've done it. Now, we I, do it. We like, still do it. Yeah, and like <laughs> the thing is, it's like he's he's been a huge influence. I'm on. A, I mean, when I watched him, when I watched mm -hmm. his vlogs on YouTube, the first like few, I was like, I, this is what got me into Instagram. I said to, to my wife, I watched him and I was like, this is, this is, this makes sense to me. She was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, this is what I do now for us on our family videos. Hmm. I didn't realize you could do that <laughs> instead of a, because in my mind, it was like, well, to make a film, you have to have a cast. You have to have a script. You have to, there's all these things you need. But Casey just went, well, I'll just be the narrator, the actor, the extra, the storyteller, the writer, hmm. the director. And I was like, well, this makes total sense 
because I relate to that. So his style yeah. of shooting and his slapdash, it's not laziness. It's like getting to the point. Like I relate to a lot of what that was. So huge it's all influence in, it's all on in the edit. It is like, all in the, the thing, inf- edit. I think people really misunderstand what he does because they don't, they see what he does and they don't understand it, which is why people yeah. do terrible editing now because they yeah. think it's Casey Neistat. It's like no, you don't understand. Yeah, the reason he's so. Even though it's rough around the edges, but it's so smooth. Yeah. It's because he understands editing. Like, That's it. In a, in a huge way. Yeah. And people yeah. mistake the, the the purposeful roughness as laziness, as like mm. he couldn't be bothered. But it's not. It's a, it's an He puts an importance on story and mm. less on. So like whenever you hear people going, gear is gear important? Gear is not important. Casey said this shit ages ago. I mean, people have been saying it for years. But again, people hear someone like him say it and people go, people love to say story is important. And I'm like, but most people haven't a fucking clue how to tell a story. Yeah, they do. Ah. Yeah, no, you talk to camera. And yeah. You go, hi. Th- that's it. Today I, I did this. Yeah. And then I didn't. Yeah. And that's the thing. And it's like everyone's it. seen him and then everyone replicates that. And it's like, it's not, a, it's not a style to replicate. It's a technique he uses because it suits his personality. The I other, always related with it. Yeah. And if you look at my stuff, it's hugely inspired, hugely inspired by the way he does things. No, you know, you can tell them where they need they can go if they want to watch some of my stuff on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> he's got this really great video, it's a tutorial about HEVC or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it's doing pretty well. That video, to be fair, doing pretty yeah. well. But anyway, and look, how many how many hard cuts in that? Casey cuts, a Casey um, cut, a Casey yeah, cut. I don't think there's a lot of things. One shot to camera, I'm gonna VO. Oh. I think that's it. <laughs> It's a tutorial video. But like like smash cuts, like for me, he, like, he made smash cuts a popular thing as well. Anyway, look, we digress. The point of it is Casey changed a lot of stuff and yeah. and effectively started this new wave of independent filmmaking. Filmmaking. Filmmakers? Filmmaking? YouTube filmmaking. You, YouTube filmmaking. And he's 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 created everything I love about YouTube and created everything I hate about YouTube simultaneously. Anyway, the guys, imagine him, <laughs> right? Imagine him being a, he's a, he's a God, he's a God. He's a visionary amongst YouTube people. We all, he's the, you aspire to, to be yeah. like, you know what I mean? He's, you are inspired and you aspire to be him. Yes. All right. He's I, like the James Bond of the YouTube world. Yeah. Guys want to be him. Yeah. Actually, no girls don't want to be with him. That's that's, that's, that's fucking right. That's yeah. harsh. He also gets away with some of the most ridiculous fashion. I've mm. anyway, and like and sunglasses. Anyone who vlogs now with sunglasses on, you literally can't do it without someone going. Casey and I said, but the mm. thing is, he recently put a video up called "My Brother Van," and Van is yeah. his brother who would have made the HBO series a long time ago, right? And Van has, so he's like basically gone, hey, this is my brother Van. He does these things. Go and have a look at his channel. And then you pop over to Van Neistat's channel. And he's got this thing all about a, a, a series of films he's calling The Spirited Man. You know, go and have a watch it yourself. See what you it's think of it. It's very arty. It's very arty. Personally. I quite like it. You don't like it. I do don't. I don't like it. Mm. I appreciate it. The same way as I can go to an art gallery and go, but again, you go to art galleries and look at art. I can't be bothered with that. That bores me. So I look at his thing and I go, I appreciate the art. I appreciate the approach, the style, and everything. Not really for me. It's a, it's a bit already for art's sake, but I do appreciate it. Hmm. But when we watched it, first off, we <laughs> I watched it and I went, oh my, golly gosh, and then said hmm. Ryan, have a look at this. Just go to the YouTube's. 
and uh, go I to Casey's. To and I was like, watch Casey's video, then go and watch Van's video. Let me know what you think. And we, well, we've said the same thing. Hmm. And come on, you Casey can tell. That, well, Casey Neistat has lied to us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit, I guess so. Yeah. Actually, yeah what's Casey Neistat? That's another bit of merch I think we'll have. Over we, and out show. Casey Leistat. Should we call this episode Casey Leistat? Or My yes. Brother Leistat? <gasps> My Brother Leistat. Well, Casey Leistat will yeah. be better, I think, because, you know, for the clickbait. Casey Leistat's funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah total clickbait. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, basically. So, well, you, you have to go and see Van Neistat's channel to appreciate it. And you also have to know the world of Casey Neistat and his videos. But essentially, uh, Van Neistat is the brain behind casey neistat and he mm. casey basically ripped off well see i don't want to say ripped off no i i work, said the way i said it together to you, yeah i think the way i said it to you was fair where i said he van is like uh, an artist and mm. casey is a com is a commercial artist so casey mm. has taken this like mentalness that van has in the way that he artistically makes content and casey's turned it into a consumer friendly version of that so he, yeah. you know, we're joking when we say he's completely ripped him off, but he is basically he has been influenced by his brother Van. And when you hear the story, it'll make sense. But effectively, yeah. it's a consumer commercial but friendly. Yeah. The other thing as well to note is that it's like they made a lot of this together. So there yeah. would have been conversations. But if you listen, to, if you watch Casey's video, it's like all the like the, the I think was it the iPod idea, the stealing the bikes thing. It was all Van's idea and all the HBO show. show. Yeah. It was mostly Van's idea. And obviously, I think Casey is a bit more of a personality than Van. He seems yeah. a bit more like enigmatic, I guess, is probably the word to yeah. describe Van. Yeah. But it, what's interesting is that can you really rip off your brother? I think that's the thing is because they work together. Yeah, you know? obviously, and they so bounced like, a lot of these ideas off each other. And we, we're just assuming yeah. that Van's older and he came up with the idea and the style well, he is older well no sorry fact he's older we are we are assuming <laughs> that he came up with the idea i mean for all we know he could be completely wrong and van still mm. off casey but casey does say in his video everything mm. i've learned is because of my brother van but the ironic Something. thing there is that because now we all know that nothing on the internet is real you mm. listen to him and go yeah whatever casey and then you see it and go oh <laughs> Yeah. that's actually real <laughs> yeah the way in which he structures a story in which he shoots the way the, mm. the but everything down to like one of the, the videos that really got me into Casey was Casey Neistat's functional studio which I'm sure a lot of people mm. resonate with the same way because mm. uh, I looked at it as I got there brilliantly mental and also I'm like so when you watch someone and you go oh I'm so glad it's not just me that does mental stuff like that when I watched Casey's mm. functional studio I was like Oh, I get that. That's how I do things. Like, there's other people in the world that do mad stuff. Like, I've always you know, written on all my stuff and yeah. you know, built like built things. He's as, very like, grunge in a weird he, way. He is very punk, punk grunge. The one thing, thing he does, he? which I really resonate with, is he builds from the top down, which is how I work. Like, I think I've told you this before, but I have a bench in my garage, which I basically put the bit of wood up top first, and then I built all the support below it. So I screwed in the wood bit into two bits of two side walls. And I was like, that's where I want the tabletop to be. And then I built everything below it. And that's how my brain works. I like build something from the top down, from the end product to, rather than the, the beginning up. And he builds the same way. So when he structures a story and he actually physically builds a thing that he wants to use, I was like, oh my God, it's not just, I'm not completely mad. This guy does it as well. But then you watch mm. him and you think we're all mad. 
but oh, van oh. but van does that in one yeah. of his episodes he's got the most convoluted gate design i've ever seen in my life and i'm watching it going just have a regular gate we don't need all this or but just kick the kid down the stairs i mean <laughs> yeah that, yeah that's, that's an what op- i do that's an option but like this spirited man yeah not yeah yeah this spirited no spirit. man hoofed a this child man yeah so <laughs> he's um you know he's, he's put up these videos and, and what's so mad about this and the reason this was a hot topic for ryan and i was because he's put up what are we one two three four five six seven eight seven videos are you looking at it right now i'm looking at seven videos and he's got three hundred thirty-four thousand subscribers thousand thousand let's add the thousand in and we were like we were like we were kind of comparing him in a a way to i suppose people who are popular not because of the internet but popular outside of it and van neistat is a guy that clearly made a lot of stuff but didn't maybe maybe didn't take the route commercially or consumer friendly early on and casey did and he's basically got to the point where casey's well he's like casey i'm starting a youtube channel and casey's just turned to his audience of 12 and a half million and gone by the way this is my brother you know everything this you love who i learned yeah, yeah yeah everything you love about me actually is this fella and it's then three hundred thousand people have gone sub like that like it's really sub. interesting how that happens the social currency you yeah. get from i think van obviously clearly has more because when if casey if you're on casey's channel by chance and he shouts you out yes you will get a huge upsurge in followers but the fact that his brother is going to be like triple that quadruple yeah. that you know yeah. and the fact he says i learned everything from my brother as well it's like well yeah but it, yeah but you're right it's what's interesting is like your brother his brother is like the seed idea yeah you know but like he's the one that executed it properly and who, it's just who, weird casey the casey did well yeah. properly for this platform for this platform yeah but what's interesting is that all of this the way van makes videos you watch it and go jesus does casey have an original thought at all has he has he watched our episode about original thought i doubt it i very much i hope he has casey (laughs) give it a listen give it a listen come on lystat come on lystat watch it fella um but you're right and i think it's (laughs) like i can't believe you've come up with casey lystat it's the best thing i've ever heard (laughs) and it will also be the thing that gets you kicked off the internet completely yeah yeah. if i wasn't blacklisted (laughs) now by now i am definitely Uh, after this but yeah and i think it's like I just think it's mad like like he effectively it's not that he it's not that he didn't have to work for it it's just that he you know he's put in the work in the background no one knew who he was and in case he's just gone but basically shone a light on him and then everyone's gone and followed him and subbed and yeah. watched and he's getting like like one of his videos has like eight hundred thousand views almost which is insane mm. right insane um but it mm. it begs the question like what do subscriber numbers and views really mean anymore to most people like where's the level of success because if i was to compare my the work that i've put into youtube and my channel growth i'm a, i i get like five subscribers a week maybe max or something like that or maybe two subscribers a week mm-hmm. and i'm on 1700 you know and i the work i put into youtube i haven't put a lot but i put more work into youtube than van mm-hmm. neistat and two weeks he's and i look at his numbers and go three hundred thirty-four thousand. I'm on 1700. Well, what yeah. the fuck is the point? If that, you know, but it's like, it's all kind of relevant. And it's like, well, yeah, because of his connections, because of his background, because the work he put in in the background somewhere else. And you said this to me about Will Smith. 
being like Will Smith's mm. big on YouTube, but it doesn't mean he's a YouTuber. He's an actor. And all he needed to say was, yo, 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 I'm doing YouTube. And then everyone's like, sub, was, sub, 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 sub. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, we, we just listen to that Will Smith version no, again? That was the most <laughs> accurate and non... <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I had to do... Yo, 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 yo. Was, Will Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith from Ireland. Here's a go. I actually know a guy called Will Smith who is not Will Smith, but he is Will Smith. Is so, he from Ireland? No. Well, actually, yeah, he's oh. from Belfast. Oh, he was the editor. I mean, I don't know him that well, but he's the he was the editor of Dig BMX magazine. But there you go. That's okay. irrelevant. Um, well, but that was the was best good, yeah, Will Smith thing I could do without it being insulting. Yeah, that's for over an hour you know? after hours. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the, the, but that's what I <laughs> that's what I find interesting because you got a lot of the celebrities, the celebrities now with YouTube channels. Like the other day, I was cruising cruising through of course YouTube. Course you were. What is that? What, what, is cru- what does cruising through YouTube look like, though? I think it's just like are you kicking? Like are you like, yeah, yeah? Are you kicking it's back with one like hand on top scrolling. of your head and just scrolling one handed like you don't like nothing Ooh, really no. matters? You know, stop doing that. That looks too sexual. It's <sighs> my middle name right there. Too sexual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to lie stat. What's he? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the stupidest thing you've ever said <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job we can edit this and remove that ryan <laughs> no that's not coming um, out that's staying in but, no, anyway, but like yeah. you get um you got will smith and matthew mcconaughey and now i just found today while i, was I mean talking of too sexual matthew mcconaughey yeah. yeah oh drew barrymore i think it's funny that you say she... mcconaughey mcconaughey Is i just say mcconaughey mcconaughey I would say McConaughey. McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. Do you know, he's one of those guys, I would literally watch him in any movie. Doesn't matter what it is. If he's in it, he's like Owen Wilson. Just Ooh, be yeah. just be in a video, in any movie, and I'll watch it. I do like Owen Wilson. He's amazing. Wow. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And Drew Barrymore now has a talk show on YouTube. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't be doing with Drew Barrymore. Mm. No. She's ET. on. That's it. She's just, I, there's Forget something about else. her, you know? She's got no this. I don't know. There's something about her. I just what you don't irritates like, you me. Like? Yeah, it irritates me. Like if you had a big wet fish, and you know she walked past, Would right in the mouth. Her? Right in the mouth. You, what kind of fish? You ever seen the that bass? ad? Was you ever seen that ad where someone just drives? It's like a mini advert. Someone, someone's just driving around and he keeps slapping people with a wet fish. I that does ring a bell. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. Mm. I'd, anyway. she, her show is good. It is very good. Like as far as like what it is, but I just she just annoys did me. You I watch don't know. It? Yeah, Pamela watches it. Did, did, uh, really? Or did watch it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because the only reason that I think it came up is because uh, you were cruising the, the YouTube. She did. I was cruising the YouTube, and uh, Travis. I'm a Travis Barker fan, so he's on the latest episode or something. Oh, right. I think that's why it was presented to me. So that kind of thing. Anyway, whatever. Van Neistat, the lie stats. The. Let's get back to them. Yeah. So filthy lie stats. So the yeah. Well, that's not fair. So the lie stats. Yeah. Basically, you just it's just interesting that like, mm. like what do those numbers mean when you go if, if you're starting in in a YouTube or whatever now? It's like how do you compare it? And I think it's like it it shows that success is all relevant to who you are, where you are, location, who you know, what work you put in. Because there's people that put are they're putting in shit tons of work on YouTube every single day, putting out three good videos a week. And they're on like, you know, they're on 150 (laughs) subs, 150,000 subs, right? Which seems huge. And then 
van pops in and all he yeah. needs to do is go the spirited man here's a here's an overcomplicated but gate and in case you shout him out do, okay uh, this is going to be a stretch here mm-hmm. um have you do you know the tv show billions yes have you heard of it i have watched it's got watched it you watched a bit of it but paul mm-hmm. gimiati G- yeah. and uh, damien yeah. i always say damien hearst but that's not his name yeah you, yeah the guy Dam- from i forgot uh, what homeland. It's homeland and the 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 cook that gets uh, shot from breaking bad really Mm-hmm. Oh no no no! He, that's not Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he—that's the guy. I, that's the only guy. Yeah, I he's remember. in it. Wags. Yeah, he's in, yeah he's in it. Oh anyway, yeah, I know show, you mean the bald dude. He's the guy. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a. I tell you, when those two are on screen together in that show, it is some of the best like TV you will ever watch. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. They're so okay. good act. The acting is amazing. They are so anyway, so good actors is what you were gonna say. So so good oh, actoring so like what good you used act- to know. Good, good see actoring. See the actoring they used to do. They do that the, was yes. so good. But not on the YouTubes. They don't have YouTube channels. Oh, you've gone. I don't even know where I'm from. You've gone a bit Bristol there. I've Jesus Christ! I'll be starting a riot next. (laughs) Kicking a statue over. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. That there's a in the latest episode they 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 used the phrase kingmaker, which I thought was quite appropriate to this. Mm -hmm. Well, because it's all very political, hedge funds, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about they're having an argument or whatever and they're saying the day of the kingmaker is over i.e like basically all the hedge fund people all the people that have money they choose who goes into power politically right you know so who becomes the next president who becomes the next uh, attorney general blah 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 blah, this that and i just wonder with the internets Mm -hmm. is there a like a higher elite that decides who gets the shout outs who gets the next step up because it's like if you are Casey Neistat, you know, pretty much if you shout out anyone, you're you're a kingmaker, right? But does that mean yeah, how for long? How long does that last? You know, and how high up the ranking do you have to be? Like, so let's say it's not Casey Neistat. Let's say it's someone like Pete McKinnon, but lower down, does a shout out. You know, you will get an influx of followers. Mm-hmm. But how long will that last? Are they a kingmaker? And what is there like? What I'm saying ah. is there like an elite of YouTube that decides what goes on? Um, or is it? All I don't know. Yeah. Based? Sometimes I think. Sometimes I think it's all a. It's it's all a hierarchy, and you have to. It depends on who you know. But but actually, mm. when I really look at it, I think, and I think this Van Nistel thing is a great example, and I'm really interested to see where it goes, and like how the views carry on. Because I mean, his first couple of videos were like five, seven hundred thousand, you know, oh. two weeks ago, and his latest video has got one hundred fifty thousand two days really? ago. But like, it's hard to know because on because on days. But yeah. I feel like I feel like, and I think I think a good way of explaining it is is you mentioned Peter, Peter and Cody Warner, when Peter explained something and he said the phrase, "All I did is shone a light on him." So it's up to him to perform. So it's like, yeah, this is going to happen. People like that are going to shout out other people. And it's yeah. up to that person to be in the right frame of mind. Classic example. Mm-hmm. So if you know, I do YouTube videos. But um, Chris Howe. I did a I did a video with Chris Howe, right? Who's that? The, the Chris Howe. 
right? Oh, oh, is that is that the the boyfriend of Lizzie Pierce? The the lion. Is that what he calls himself? I don't know. Anyway, but the I lion. The lion's mane. I don't know. Isn't that his logo? Like he, a lion's mane. He does It is. He doesn't have a lion's mane. He, well, he did when he had long, luscious hair. Anyway, did a video. I played Why did he a never very... do a video? You know, sorry, just side note. Mm-hmm. Why does he never do a video for like Vidal Sassoon? That's what he should do. For who? Or should have done. Vidal Sassoon. What's that? that it? You know the, you know uh, the thing, the uh, hair you know, Jennifer Anderson, because mm-hmm. I'm worth it thing. Mm-hmm. That's, is, that thing? is that not Garnier? Garnier no, Maybelline. No? No, that's maybe Maybe. it's Maybelline. Maybe. Anyway, look, we just shout out a load of brands anyway. there. They're going to get loads of followers from this. But he did a video with me. I played a huge part in that video. He shouted me out. I was not mm-hmm. in the position to be ready for that. And no one gave a fuck. Because when they when he was like, you put links, the links, people went to my Instagram and I got followers, but YouTube, like two, two. The dude's got mm. tons of subs. I got like two subs. But it's because people get to my page and go, well, he does fuck all. So what's the point? Mm. And I think you have to be, it's that whole thing that people talk about before. It's, it's prepped it's, and ready. It's good luck and good plan. It's luck and planning, isn't it? You've got to be ready. And I think like, I think it, like Van Nystad. I think Neistat, it's mostly luck. Yeah, but, it, but, with, but without the, but without the be, not, not planning, preparation. Luck and preparation. So if you're not prepared, when the light is shone on you, you're you. It's it depending on your preparation depends on whether you succeed then or whether you fuck it. Hmm. You know, and I think like Van's prepped here. He's obviously had a bunch of ideas. He's living on some motivation here. In case you're shone a light, he's cracking on. He's putting up regular videos. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I think because he's quite niche and because he's quite arty, maybe you'll hmm. find a lot of that you know traction disappears but then it all just all it does is puts it into perspective of how many people are really watching but i think if if i've learned anything from this experience and a lot of stuff that i've seen is that you the it's numbers are really not comparable anymore you can't come onto youtube and start a channel and do something and compare it to you know pewdiepie's 100 million is it right 100 million and then oh, or, God, like or even anyone's like 100 like 100,000 subscribers on youtube is huge but it is so belittled by the fact that it's people with, like Casey, with 12 million or yeah, that Van think, gets 300,000 in a week. But I think it's all about uh, what you want out of it. Because if you are just going for viewership, like, you know, 100 million viewers is great. You know, and I'm sure he, like, if we just took away all the sponsorship and everything, you just had ad AdSense, yeah. right? Yeah. But the thing is, is that, you know, I've, I've made a lot of videos for like online entrepreneurs, you know, building businesses online, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And some of them make millions a year with like, they've got like no more than 4,000 people on Instagram. Yeah. You know, you look at the YouTube channel, it's like 10,000. Yeah. You know, it's insane that they have such a, a core, um, like engaged audience that they can make that much money yeah. from you know that low down now obviously if money is your thing and you are just targeting yeah, of, of course but if you are just your average you know your only way is essex kind of celebrity just wanting to get like more and more people eyeballs on you yeah you know then <laughs> yeah what at what point is enough how much is enough well yeah and people you have know? said that because you've got to look at monetary value to to recognition is that like what yeah. we're looking at here? I think so, because people have talked about that whole, um, that well, that theory before. And I think someone said to me recently, talking about you need to do the, the play the game to make it work. And I was like, mm. well, what does making it work? And this is the bit for me mentally. It was like, well, what does making it work mean? Because for yeah. me, making it work is, is creating videos that I'm proud of. 
that I look back at and enjoy. I'd rather do that than play the game just because that's deemed successful. See, the thing is, though, you've got to look at where you're coming it from because you have a decent job outside of YouTube. Like you get, you know, loads of clients. You do really great work, you know, for other people. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a similar thing. It's like I make most, in fact, all of my money outside of YouTube. I don't make yeah. any money from YouTube or Instagram because I don't really do it that much because I'm generally doing work for other people. But it's like, what is success? It's like, is it money or is it viewership? Or does that come hand in hand? And the thing is, is that it doesn't matter with you on YouTube because you're still making money outside of it. Unless, of course, it does matter to you. So you literally after eyeballs. Like, what's the end goal? Yeah. Why and do I, you exist? And I think, but I think, again, that comes down to function versus art as well. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm an artist. I'm probably one of the least art, RTV people. But I would say the way I do things is more arty. It's more arty than function in what I want to create. But I'm a very functional I, I'd say, artist. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you're an an. Uh, Oh, it's such a. It's, it's just I wouldn't words, describe myself as arty, but I mean, you're, like, you're creative. Yeah, creative. Yeah, that's it. So I'd rather make something yeah. creative and have less people watch it than make something functional that fits a, a rule system and have more people watch it because I don't enjoy doing that and I'll bore myself. But some people are good at that. Some people are good at function, and that's why that's why tutorial stuff has exploded on on YouTube is because there's a lot of people that have. Who are who are diligent and can create that stuff regularly, and that's why it works. Mm -hmm. And I think for people like you and I, we get caught up in that game a little bit. And it's kind of cool seeing someone like Van uh, Neistat come along and just not disrupt it, but just do something random as hell. And it's like, well, that he's pu he's put that on the internet. There you I go. I think I think the, the the thing is though, the only reason I think if Van Neistat were to do that, no, and he, he did. <laughs> well, if Casey didn't shine. Yeah, yeah. If this call him Ryan Say for a second that just makes videos on YouTube, no one would give a shit. Even if they would like those videos. Yeah. And let's say we took away his name and they go, oh, if anyone did see the movie, oh, that's like a poor man's Casey Neistat. Yeah, yeah. Without you know. Casey Neistat's backing, does Van Neistat have the followers? That's the question you're asking. Does he deserve them? I, is a different question. Like, because he's, he's obviously been working his ass off for years doing amazing stuff. Yeah, but stuff, the thing is, but it's, does anyone deserve it? Because it's no. like, you look at like someone like Jackson Pollock or Andy Warhol, any pick any artist and you're like well do they deserve it yeah and i th i think and this is still i think the reason why a lot of people on youtube um struggle like especially in the tutorial world is because no one is actually when i say no one's interested in your art they are but they're more interested in the person surrounding the art yeah like the story yeah like and i think that you know, even back in the day, someone like Picasso, Andy Warhol, like Andy Warhol was social media before social media was a thing. Like yeah. Even a, a glint in the milkman's eye. And he just got celebrity. That's how he got famous. Yeah. And the thing is, is that there's that element of, um, you know, people are more interested in Andy Warhol than his art. It's like, do you have an or Andy Warhol painting? And it's like, yes, I do. What is it? It's a fucking can of soup. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it's a can of soup. It matters that it's an Andy Warhol. And it's yeah. a bit like... Oh, so Casey Neistat says Van Neistat is worthwhile. It's the same thing, right? Doesn't yeah. matter that it's Van Neistat. You know, it's a Casey Neistat endorsed product. Yeah, pretty much. I think that, you know. But then again, that it's not quite an accurate thing because you're like, well, the product has to be there. So like if someone shouts you out and shines the light on you, whatever, you need to be ready with yeah. with you know whatever it is you whatever it is you're peddling 
You yeah, know? pretty much. For those of you that are watching, I've just walked off because my battery on the camera is going flat. So oh. well, we can end it there. Oh, can we? Oh, can right. we? Okay, yeah, it's, cool. it's still I mean, it's we're flashing. At 40, we're at 41 uh, minutes. I mean, like, you know. It's flashing orange. Have we said all we need to say about the lie stats? Yeah, we've said what well, we said as much. Let us know your thoughts below. And take a look at Van Nystad's channel. It's very interesting stuff. Um, it is good stuff. If you haven't like checked it. out the Nystad's in general, you, they are definitely worth watching. And mm. their stuff's really good. So hopefully you enjoyed that. That was a bit more topical than usual. More importantly, hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. This, no yeah. shouting us out. <laughs> yeah, never worry about those guys. Not even the people that gave us the microphone. Have a watch this. Have a watch of this. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Peace. Peace.